So I'm feeling a little snappy, and I'm not sure I should be. What's up, happy lifers? I heard this song the other day when I was getting ready, and I thought of you guys. So I thought we could listen to it together. I just woke up. Coffee in my cup. No, not coffee, more like chai tea. I'm so happy. There you go. Feeling snappy. Feeling snappy. You know, sometimes you just gotta listen to something fun. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. kind of have a mantra that we say here at happy life studios and it's you know look listen and remember if what you're looking at doesn't make you happy then look at something else if what you're listening to doesn't make you happy then listen to something else if what you're thinking about isn't making you happy then think about something else and i think probably most things i'm going to tell you today you probably already know inside But sometimes we just need to be reminded. Like the story that I heard of Vince Lombardi of the Green Bay Packers. And he brought the whole football team together and he held up a football and said, this is a football. And he just basically went back to the basics of playing football. Um, All good coaches like in Little League and and, and, in middle school, high school, stuff like that, always have to go back to the basics. we got to go back to the basics. And that's about as basic as I can think of. If you want to be happy, if what you're listening to isn't making you happy or what you're looking at or what you're thinking about isn't making you happy, then just change versus sitting there going, I I, I can't think about that. I'm not going to think about that. I'm not going to look at that. I'm not going to look at that. Well, the more you tell yourself not to look at that, you're going to look at that. The more you tell yourself, I'm not going to listen to that. I'm not going to think about that. I'm not going to think. Well, now you're thinking about not thinking about that. And you're thinking about <laughs> thinking about that. What? And that's this crazy big whirlpool of just all these, th- the same thought going round around your head, just beating your brain silly, kind of like a pinball machine, just a thought just bouncing off everything inside your brain. The best thing to do is to just turn off that thing you're looking at and look at something else. And sometimes the best way to just get out of a mood is just to put on something fun. I'm so happy. 
honestly, that song came on and I was getting ready in the morning and I thought about you guys. I thought, man, I should do a podcast on this and share this song with you guys. And then the lyrics came on, I'm so happy. I'm so happy, feeling snappy. And I was like, oh man, wow, that's even more perfect. I, I was just wanted to play it because it just, I don't know, it came on when I was getting ready and my mood just lightened like that. My happy level just shot up to the top. My mood changed a lot immediately just because of the music I was listening to. And I thought, we need to talk about that. And then when when I realized it's called I'm So Happy, and I went, okay, there's your sign, right? I mean, now we definitely got to talk about that. One of the best ways, really, to just change your mood is to just put on something fun. Put on something fun or funny on the TV or on YouTube or on your phone. Look up something funny, something that'll make you laugh. Or or listen to your favorite music, your your favorite songs. This isn't necessarily a favorite song of mine. It's just a song that I have on my music player. And it came across as random. I mean, doesn't it just make you feel good? And maybe it's not your style. And that's okay if it's not your style. But the point I'm trying to make is... Music that's uplifting, that's fun, it just sets off endorphins. It just gets the whole happy machine going. That's why oftentimes, first thing I'll do in the morning is listen to music. When I hop in the shower, I got a little speaker that my wife gave me to put in the shower. And the the reason she gave it to me is because before that, I had a big Bluetooth speaker in the bathroom. And for me to hear it through the shower doors, through the glass enclosure, I had to turn it up way high and everybody else in the house had to listen to it. My son's room was right next to my bathroom. So everyone had to listen to it. So instead she bought me this little four inch speaker, six inch speaker that goes in the shower that's waterproof. So now I don't have to have it up so loud and I can listen to it. But that's one of the first things that I do because music just does that. It, it changes the mood. It helps make us happy. Then I went to the lyrics of the song and it's kind of funny because the lyrics actually, <laughs> they're kind of making fun of being happy in a way. Well, They're not making fun of being happy. They're making fun of the way that most people think to get happy. You know, at Happy Life Studios, our definition for a happy life is a lifestyle where you get and you keep happy no matter what the circumstances are. But oftentimes people think to be happy means I can't be happy unless everything is going well in my world. Unless I, for me to be happy, I got to decrease the negative. I got to increase the positive until the negative is gone, until I make more money, till I get promoted, till I get that person to like me, till I move into that house or get this job or whatever the case may be. Our happiness is, for a lot of people, is based upon circumstances. That's why with so many people searching for happiness desperately, there's so many people that never find it because they're putting their happiness, they're putting all their eggs in one basket. In other words, for me to be happy, I, I've got to do this. I've got to, And then, then they get that and they find out it doesn't make them happy. For instance, like the song, the lyrics, I'm just going to read some of the lyrics to you. You already heard, I just woke up, coffee in my cup. Then he goes on to say, message from the president, no more tax for residents. And taxes can definitely steal your happy if you allow them to free limo ride free food inside getting paid triple time gotta go to anaheim flying first class 
Yeah. I mean, we think, man, if, if, if I could fly first class, if I could go to some trip to Southern California, uh, get paid triple time. And yet there's evidence out there, and we've talked about this before, but there's evidence out there that says that if you write down, I think it is three things that you're thankful for. I think it was by Sean Acor. I believe it's called The Happiness Factor. But if my memory serves me right, and this is hard to believe. That's why I always say if my memory serves me right, because it's just, it's almost too good to be true. But if you write down three things that you're thankful for every day, it will contribute to your happiness more than making twice the amount of salary that you make. And yet we keep thinking if I made more money, I'd be happy, but it's easy to write down three things you're thankful for a day. Really, that's why we made Happy Journals in the first place. I'll leave a link on here. You can go to happylife.studio and go to our product page and you can find our Happy Journals on there. And they're only five bucks. But find a piece of paper. If you don't even have to get a happy journal, make your own happy journal. Just every day before you go to bed, you write down, you end your day by writing down three things that you're thankful for. And you don't repeat. I mean, if you need to repeat, fine. But what happens when we repeat, we keep going to the same thing and it just gets mundane. And we keep talking about, you know, I'm thankful for food and my family. And that's awesome. But when you can't repeat, you start thinking of things like a breeze. I'm thankful for trees. I'm thankful for air conditioning and things that we normally don't think about. Then you go to bed and you're thinking about what you're grateful for. But we tend to think like the song says, it's kind of making fun of people saying, I'm so happy because I just got to fly first class. I'm playing guitar in a band. The song says, just got back from Disneyland. I'm happy. (laughs) And don't get me wrong. The idea of going to a theme park makes me very happy too. But if my happiness is based upon whether I can go to Disneyland or some of the theme park or not, then my happiness, I'm no longer in control of it. And I rarely ever get to go to those places. That's what makes it so special when I finally do. Not to mention that when you go to the theme park next time, listen, have you ever heard all the crying and all the the families snapping at each other at Disneyland? I mean, it's the happiest place on the earth, right? And you you got kids crying everywhere. You got parents rubbing their neck and sighing or or snapping at their siblings, snapping at each other. (laughs) The song goes on to say, Ed McMahon is at my door talking about winning the sweepstakes. You have to be old like me to kind of understand that. Ed McMahon would always show up with a big check because you won the clearinghouse sweepstakes or something like that, right? Talks about how their stocks just went up. Their favorite team won the Stanley Cup. Bill Gates put me in his will. Someone paid my visa bill. I'm so happy feeling snappy. <laughs> but our happiness, you can try to get there by going after things that you are that are really not in control. Like you can work really hard to try to get promoted, but it's still under the control of the person that does the promotions. You can work really hard at getting someone to like you and the probability of them liking you is going to increase when you work really hard at it, but you can't force them to like you. So, you know, it's kind of funny. I almost didn't share this podcast because I started thinking about, wait a minute, but the song is talking about everything that we're not, (laughs) that kind of, kind of the opposite of what we're talking about. And I thought, you know what? It's the attitude behind it all that I really want to talk about. So the funny thing is the next song that came on the music player right after the song got done. And it was a song talking about life has just been good to me. God has just been good to me. He shouldn't be this good to me. I My life should not be this good. And then when I played it again this morning when I was getting ready, 
the very next song that came on, it was on random. I went to that song, with the, the, but then my music player played another song afterwards, and it was, and the title of it is "I'm Thankful." <laughs> I mean, that's what brings happiness. If money made us happy, then all people who had money would be happy. I didn't say rich because no one ever admits they're rich, right? Because we always say, well, when I get to that level, I'll be rich. It's always the next level in front of us, above us, or however you want to word it. The next level that has more money than us, that person is rich. I'm not there yet. So I get, that's a problem. We're always reaching for the next, you know, the moment you get this, you're reaching for the next thing because your happiness is based upon something else. And so you're always reaching for more to try to find that happy. And according to Merriam-Webster, snappy means to be marked by vigor or liveliness. And we talked about that last week. Enthusiastic comes from the word entheos, which means to be in God. God wants us to be enthusiastic. We were created to be full of life. That's what snappy means. But when I looked it up on my phone, it can also mean irritable and inclined to speak sharply with synonyms, words that mean the same thing. Like, and these were all on my phone, hot-tempered, short-tempered, quick-tempered, crabby, crotchety, impatient, grumpy, touchy, volatile. Volatile, it's like fragile. And there's so much of that going on right now. We're so worried about what other people say about us or whether other people accept us or not. And, and we're getting tripped up on, on somebody else where we're not in control of how they think about us. So the truth is, when we decide to be thankful, when we decide to look at, I've got a lot going for me, when we take that happy journal and we write down three things that we're happy for every day, now my focus is on something different. I begin to realize that I have a lot going for me. I just have to choose which angle I want to look at. So, you know, like I said, when I started, you know, I'm feeling snappy, and I'm not sure that I should be. Because truth is, I got a really lot of great things going on in my life, and yet I find myself being snappy. And I'm not talking about marked by vigor or liveliness. I'm talking about being crabby, getting jealous, being short-tempered, grumpy. And yet, when I focus on what I have going for me, It changes all that, right? But the fact that I have all these going for me and I can still be crotchety or impatient or grumpy, I I have all the things to make me happy and yet I'm feeling snappy instead. By the way, the song is called I'm So Happy by Hocus Pick. I knew them when they were Hocus Pick Maneuver, but then they changed their name to Hocus Pick. And I think this album was put out in like 1997. And the album is called Snappy, but the song is called I'm So Happy. But listen to how it ends. Will there be sorrow when I wake up tomorrow? That's the question. Will there be? Because if there is sorrow tomorrow, and odds are, there just might be. We can't get rid of sorrow. We can't get rid of pain. It's going to show up from time to time in our life. And sometimes it shows up more than other times. But do I have to go to Disneyland to be happy? 
Do I have to play a guitar in a band? Do I have to get paid more money? Do I have to get paid triple time? Do I got to go to Anaheim? Do I got to get first class so I can be happy? Will there be sorrow when I wake up tomorrow? Really, the question should be, when there is sorrow, will I be happy? Or will I be snappy? Which takes me to the quote that we used last week from the TV show from Paramount Plus, 1883. It was episode six, I believe. And when I played it in the podcast, I didn't quite understand it as well. When I watched it on TV, I had captions. But in the podcast, I felt like it was a little too bassy and they had a very strong accent. I'm not sure that was completely understood. And not only that, but I really felt like the clip deserved more, the quote deserved more than just the little bit I gave it. I wanted to tag into that a little bit more. And it fits in perfectly with, will there be sorrow when I wake up tomorrow? And the narrator, the main character of the show, Elsa, she's talking about the West, right? Back in 1883, obviously. Out here, love burns through you like a favor. And when the devil comes to rip that love from you. Out here, love burns through you like a fever. And when the devil comes to rip that love from you. Will there be sorrow when I wake up tomorrow? There is light. For there to be light, there has to be darkness. For there to be good, there has to be evil. For there to be a God, there has to be a devil. Will there be sorrow when I wake up tomorrow? At some point, evil, darkness, the devil, life, whatever terminology you want to use, but at some point, it's going to come and try to rip that love from you. I don't know why, but it's going to happen. At some point, life is going to show up, evil's going to show up to try to rip that love from you. It's just going to happen. And when the devil comes to rip that love from you, Elsa said in the quote, And when the devil comes to rip that love from you, there is no funeral with somber speeches that dull our senses and deaden our hearts. Out here, you turn toward the pain. You turn toward the pain. What a crazy concept. Can't believe I didn't talk about that more last week. But you got to turn toward the pain. The pain is going to come. Will there be sorrow when I wake up tomorrow? Someday there will be. At some point... Life is going to come and try to rip that love from you. At some point, sorrow is going to show up and try to drop kick us in the throat. <laughs> and when it does, we need to turn toward the pain. Out here, you turn toward the pain as it tears into you. And you let it. As it tears into you. Turn toward the pain as it tears into you. As you're feeling the pain, turn towards it and you let it. Let the pain happen. You let it. Because when you do, Elsa says. When you do, the devil gets bored. The devil gets bored. Man, sometimes the worst part about pain is fighting it. I can't feel this way. I don't want to feel this way. Oh, what's wrong with me? I don't want to. And the fear comes in and the fear makes it almost worse than what's going on. You And it's easier said than done. I, I am not an expert on this by any means. I fail at this more than I succeed at this. But I have people in my life that tell me the same thing I'm saying to all you happy lifers out there right now, because we all have to have somebody help us in this thing. We don't entertain the devil anymore. We don't give that fear place anymore. We don't give that pain place anymore. When we face it and says, this stinks, 
this is horrible. I don't like the fact that I lost my, my friend or my loved one. I don't like the fact that I lost my job. I'm afraid. It's okay to turn towards that. It's okay to say, I'm afraid. I'm scared. I don't know what's going to happen next. It doesn't mean you say, I'm not scared. I'm not scared. I'm not scared. And try to convince yourself that you're not scared. No, you face it and say, I'm struggling. I'm angry today. I'm anxious today. I'm fearful today. I am so scared. But then you face it. You face it. You don't run from it. We face it. And when we do, the devil gets bored. He's got no more hold on us. That pain has no more hold. That evil that doesn't have the same hold on us anymore. And he seeks another soul to eat. And you get to live again. And when the devil comes to rip that love from you, there is no funeral with somber speeches that dull our senses and deaden our hearts. Out here, you turn toward the pain as it tears into you, and you let it. When you do, the devil gets bored. He seeks another soul to eat. And you get to live again. When you run from pain, it chases you. It's just like seeing a bear in the wild, you know? (laughs) You're supposed to stand there and make yourself look bigger, but there's some animals, if they see you running, what are they going to do? They are going to run after you. So when you see a bear, you're supposed to stand there. You don't run. Once you run, it comes running after you. Wild animals out there, there are certain animals out there, even not even necessarily wild ones, but just even dogs in the city, if they're not on a leash, if you run, it becomes a game. If you run, then they see you on the run and they chase after you. And when they chase after you, you find yourself in this situation where we're running from pain. We're running from the anger. We're running from it instead of turning towards it and facing it. That's how you handle a bully. We can run all we want, but when we run, it just causes that fear, that anger, that pain to chase us. And we spend our life constantly running from pain. Oh, I hope... Sorrow doesn't come tomorrow. I hope it doesn't come tomorrow. I used to live that way. Oh, great. I'm happy now. I know what that means. That means tomorrow just bad is about to come. So I better enjoy this happy while I can. (laughs) I mean, I used to really have that mentality and I still have to fight it sometimes now. But out here in the wild west where love burns through you like a fever and when the devil comes to rip that love from you, you turn toward the pain. And as it tears into you, you let it. When you do, the devil gets bored. He seeks another soul to eat. That pain finds somebody else to chase now because you're not running from it anymore. You're not running from the bully. You're facing it. You turn towards and say, what's up? What's up? Here's the pain. Let's face this pain. Maybe I need to go get help from somebody, from a professional, from a friend, but I'm not going to run from the pain. I'm going to face it even as it tears into me. Because when I do, I no longer entertain that evil. It gets bored with me and it searches for another soul to eat. And I get to live again. (laughs) Will there be sorrow when I wake up tomorrow? There might be, but that doesn't mean you need to be snappy. Make just one someone happy And you 
will Thanks be for listening. happy. I hope that helped. Remember, even when life isn't perfect, it can still be happy. D-Base.